Okay, I'd like to read this to you. Ed Warder. Um, you know who he is. Um, covered yeah. the NFL and the Cowboys for a long time. He posted this. I'd just like to get your thoughts on this. Bounce this off of you. Steve Palazzolo on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. He said, Mike McCarthy is a quality coach with a strong staff of assistants. He miscalculated their ability to run the ball, which he expected to be the identity. That needs to improve dramatically this offseason. And Dan Quinn, if he doesn't become a head coach, needs personnel in the front seven with size. Your thoughts? Um, I think there's kernels of truth in that. I, I don't I don't think if I'm looking at McCarthy's entire season, I wouldn't say it was a miscalculation of a run game this year. Because, again, Dallas was good, and they were effective, and they got the best year of Dak's career. And they did it with a pass-heavy attack. And so if the – so I, I still have to look at like what they produced in the regular season, not just what the final result was and say, well, everything they did in the regular season must be changed because they lost that one game. Now, I would say in that one game, relying on the run early, when you have a Packers offense that looks hot already, you know, you're down 7 nothing in the Packers, not that you're changing your game plan after the first drive, but the Packers offense came to play and they came to put points up on the board, and then Dallas came out a little more conservative, a little bit more run-heavy, maybe the miscalculation was, hey, it's the playoffs, you know, it's January, got to start running the ball in January, rather than what got them there, which was Dak and CD in the pass game. So maybe maybe just for the one playoff game, I'll buy that. Okay. I think defensively, defensively, this has been a multi-year issue as far as getting bigger up front. Now, there were injuries. They're beat up at linebacker. They got guys like Marquise Bell, who's basically a safety playing two, you know, 210 pounds. I think they, they were depleted at linebacker. And that was a big part of why they felt undersized. And then they drafted Mozzie Smith for this. They drafted him. And, and he was 330 pounds, whatever, in Michigan. And I had just seen reports recently that they had him slimming down and that he might be a 300 or under 300. So that part I don't get. Because they drafted Mozzie Smith from Michigan in the first round to be that run-stopping, you know, nose-tackle type of uh, run-stopper. And first off, he, he wasn't great at that at Michigan. He wasn't good at that in the, in the preseason at all. And he wasn't good when he had opportunities in the regular season. So that's the issue with, you know, drafting for need is, you know, you can't just draft a guy and plug him in and expect the need is filled that year at least. So – they they tried that and it didn't work immediately. Could still work in the future, but that's that's been a multi-year issue. I think you can find better run defenders in free agency later in the draft. You can find those guys, and I think Dallas can do a better job of that. They've struggled with that, so I, that part I agree with. Hmm. But it's just also interesting to me that they spent their first-round pick. And here's the other thing I'll say: Dallas seems to fluctuate between picking the best player in the draft the best player available, and then reaching for need. You know, when they, when they drafted Micah Parsons, they had those two corners that they really wanted, Patrick Sertan or J.C. Horn. They were almost upset that they landed on Micah Parsons. Well, he was the best player, of course. They drafted C.D. Lamb when they didn't need him. They just said, wow, awesome receiver here at 17. We're getting him. I don't care if we have Amari Cooper or Michael Gallup. Those are the good picks that Dallas makes. This past draft, though, was too need-heavy. They said, we need a nose tackle. Mozzie Smith, they took him at 26 or whatever it was. Too high. They, they said, we need uh, a tight end who can do X, Y, and Z. 
uh, Luke Schoonmaker in the second round. That was a knee pick. I think those things, you know, come back to bite, whereas the picks that are non-need picks, the C.D. Lambs and the Micah Parsons of the world, those are the good picks. So Dallas seems to oscillate between both of those things, and I think, again, that's like a microcosm, I think, of some of the things that may have gone wrong down the stretch here for the Cowboys. Okay. Pro Football Focus, his podcast is on fire, pff.com, Steve Palazzolo. He joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. We're talking NFL. We're going to jump in the playoffs here in just a second. It's going to be a super, super fun weekend of divisional play. And we can't wait Saturday and Sunday. The show is brought to you by Speaking of NFL Playoffs, premium cigars from Havana Smoke Shop in Jackson and Havana Smoke Shop at the Reservoir for your premium cigars. All right, I think you're going to shoot this down too, but I'm going to throw it out at you. Um, here's something else from Twitter. Um, the, the Dallas Cowboys ran the ball inside 285 times this season, Steve yet only accumulated a total of 142 yards, averaging out .48 yards per carry. So I know that y'all love to throw it, and I agree with kind of y'all's approach and philosophically, but I'm watching this past weekend, and I'm watching several teams at times rip off runs between the tackles physically when they needed to. What do you do with those numbers that I just threw out at you? First off, I would have to see those numbers confirmed. That sounds ridiculous to me. Okay. Um, running inside, I don't, I don't know. I'd have to see how it's all defined. But either way, let's just say, hey, Dallas's run game wasn't as effective as it needed to be. Yeah, I mean, I agree. They should be better. To me, I think the miscalculation was on like Tony Pollard and the fact that you know here's a guy that was averaging five yards a pop as a as a you know. Uh, two-way player is uh, is more of a backup, as a change of pace guy. And then, you know, he takes on the workload and yeah, just didn't have that same kind of juice. I think there's maybe a miscalculation there. Um, and, yeah, I, I, look, I think I think a good run game is a product of the, the pass game first and play calling, right? You run the ball when you need to. And so I, I think a lot more teams should run the ball in, say, third and two, third and three, instead of making that a drop-back situation. Those are the times I think you really need the run game. And then absolutely, like every now and again on first and 10, you'd love to be able to, you know, crank out a 15, 20-yarder and uh, flip the field a little bit. Um, But I think you need to run the ball effectively when you need to. And, yeah, I would say Dallas hasn't done a great job of that. That is a part of putting together a complete team and, as I always say, finding different ways to win. And I think a good run game will maybe get you one or two games in there you know, where you don't need to put as much pressure on the quarterback, put as much pressure on uh, the passer to be to be really good. So, yeah, those are things that could absolutely improve going forward. As far as, like, the original numbers, I'd have to see what those, no, fair those enough. are actually true. That sounds ridiculous. Fair enough. 